Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Helberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley reacting to the NFL draft. Boy, I tell you, the, the um, Kansas City looked good on TV. I've been there a few times. I don't remember that memorial or the monument, um, whatever that you would call that in the, the background there. I think it's a World War I memorial. There's a nice monument in the back. I thought the draft looked kind of nice. Thought it looked kind of nice. Now, again, tonight. Whoa. Whoa. Man. We do have uh, breaking news coming in, and this is not draft-related. The University of Texas has had a massive decommit. And this was just about 20 minutes ago. As we were getting prepared for the show, this started uh, word spread that this, this was happening. And I, you know, it's not too often I feel for the horns. But I just kind of feel for the state of college basketball. And our good friends who are coaches, and yeah, a lot of them make great money. But Ron Holland, the McDonald's All-American going to Texas, the jewel of their 2023 class, has decommitted. Now, I don't understand. Aaron, do these guys know, like, used to, if you signed a letter of intent, it actually meant something. Now I think they're kind of like, well, you know, everybody else is going in the portal. I think I'll go in the portal. I mean, we're sitting here almost to May, and they're about to start. They, I mean, they would be reporting this summer and hanging out with their new te- teammates. And then, of course, have games going. They'd scrimmage in October, have games going in November. Season would start in November, right around a little before Thanksgiving. What in the world is going on? Ron Holland is out at the University of Texas. And I, I, this is just really big news, sad news for the Horns. I don't know why he's doing this. Aaron, if you decommit, do you put out one of those things like, you know, respect my decision or whatever. I don't know. I don't know if he's going to put something up or not. But Ron Holland is back on the market. And, again, anybody associated with that Duncanville program, I promise you, has had a lot of chaos. Now, I sometimes, Aaron, i got to double-check that. Isn't Ron Holland a Duncanville kid? I think he is. And that was one of the great teams in America, but we didn't. they didn't go to the playoffs this year. They held themselves out because they were on probation. This is huge news in the Big 12. And, of course, immediately people start wondering, will he end up in Oxford, Mississippi? Will he go to Ole Miss, where the guy who started recruiting him, of course, Chris Beard? 
I thought, Aaron, that this coach at, at Texas had really stabilized things. And while they had some transfers and things, that people like him so much, Rodney Terry, that everything would be fine. I've got no clue why this has happened today. Other than, Aaron, it does come in conjunction with Mad Max Acemas, spelled A-B-M-A-S, but it said you say it Acemas, who became a <clears throat> just an all-out star in the NCAA tournament a couple of years ago for, for Oral Roberts, announced that he's going to the University of Texas. That news came out, I don't know, Aaron, was it last night? I mean, I, whenever we saw that Max Acemas news, big news for uh, Texas, all the Texas people were celebrating. And now Ron Holland, Aaron, this is uh, go ahead and book your campus confidential today. There'll be more of this talk out there on the uh, Matt Mosley Show. Let us hear from you, Longhorn friends, uh, uh, fans, and, and listeners uh, on the CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660. Oh, man, this is, uh, this is some big-time news that is uh, breaking. And, of course, we got all the news about the draft and everything. We've Stephanie's been telling us, getting us prepared for this draft. I know she was going to be glued to it. And um, this is uh, some exciting stuff today. But uh, I thought I thought we needed to start the show with that breaking news. Aaron, Ron Holland, I mean, I know we don't often feel bad for the old horns, but that's rough when you get, like, your star – recruit for 2023 and we're almost to may and the recruit decommits it's one thing for a 2024 kid to decommit or change his mind or whatever but we're talking about the the kids that are like starting now like they're about to start they'll graduate from high school and then they'll show up on campus not sure what's going on here it could be ron holland's a good enough player might have some opportunities to go over there to Australia or ignite and play in uh, play in some of these uh, leagues and make some money, but let's not act like Texas doesn't. You know, I gotta wonder though, Aaron, with NIL being like it is, did Ron Holland see like Max Acemas or somebody come in and get a nice big chunk of change and say, "I'm I'm out, count me out of here." Uh, this is really fascinating news, and. Uh, the other big news, of course, Cowboys select with the number 26 pick in last night's draft, Maisie Smith. M-A-Z-I. Aaron, you got to go way back to uh, talk about, like, the last time the, uh, the Cowboys were taking defensive tackles in the first round of the draft. I mean, way back. All right, we've got a lot planned for you today. We've got um, the big-time uh, beat writer for ESPN.com, covers the Eagles. My buddy Tim McManus is going to join us at 5 o'clock today. And then at 4.20, well, it's a sad, sad day. Matt Lively from Channel 6. We've got some announcements to make in that regard. And it's tough. It's tough. But people, you know, people move on in life. And I'm... I'm very upset about it. You know, recently we had another buddy of mine, Chris, 
from uh, from over there to Channel 10 leave. And now his good buddy is, uh, we're thinking he may be leaving. And so we've got to deal with the pain and the sadness that comes along with young talent leaving us in the Waco market. Of course, the two old grizzle veterans will stay here behind and battle it out. I'll have to battle it over there with the, the internet wires, the internet people. Aaron, um, what are we, uh, you know what time it is, though? It's time to play the Beastie Boys. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced House Leveling, Myatt Fuels, SoCal Speed Shop, Uncle Worm Smokehouse, Mission Golf Cars, and Epperson Tractors. Man, I need a tractor. Emerson, <laughs> that tra- I could, I'd love to arrive at work at, at uh, Eminem Broadcasting on a tractor. Kind of almost like George Jones used to be. You know, George told Georgie couldn't drive anymore because of all his uh, maladies and his drinking. And I think he went to the liquor store on a tractor. Now, that's not why I would need a tractor. <laughs> but I, God, the thought of, like, driving a tractor around. You just come over to Scott's of mine. You can drive. We have a tractor. You can you can drive our tractor. What kind of, isn't there a song? Does Joe Diffie or somebody have a song? You can drive my big red tractor or something. You can drive like my tractor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my big red tra- tractor. Yeah, you're or right. my green something. tractor or something. I don't know. But, yeah, come on over to our place. You can test. You can test drive our tractor. <laughs> that sounds like Joe Diffie. I was hearing that John, or what's that guy's name, Michael Montgomery. You're John I remember Michael him. Montgomery. Yeah, John Michael oh, Montgomery, yeah. Golly. I, I mean, it just or John David, or is it John? Yeah, it's John Michael. I mean, it just stuff was making me cry the other night, <laughs> mainly because the, the I was driving in that hailstorm, and, and I was it was dark and all that kind of stuff. But that's, that, I think it, I love the way... Uh, she looks, what is that one? I don't Man, know. He's got some stuff that just, I mean, it'll just make you cry. And we're saying goodbye <laughs> to an old friend at 420. Now, Stephanie, yeah. fortunately, we're not saying goodbye to you. Unfortunately, all right? you're now, stuck you, with me for a bit. You never know in the radio business, though, from day to day. <laughs> obviously, things can happen. But, mm-hmm. um, Steph, I, I'm just really curious. Did you and Scott do what you said you were going to do? Yes. Did you watch... The whole and did you? I mean, you can be honest with us. Did your attention start to ebb a little bit? Like, what was the situation like? Did you well, make it through the first ten picks? Did you take yes. a break and I, then go back to the Cowboys pick? What was your viewing experience like? Well, after the Cowboys pick, I was done, and I think like about the fourth pick, I texted you last night. Like, what is happening? Like, yeah. that it is not what, and even the analysts professionals out there like yourself matt across the sports world they were like it was very unpredictable um but i will say this there were three alabama players picked in the first 12 picks and alabama didn't even go to the uh championship game so i mean that kind of was like "Hmm, that's interesting uh i will say this this is when uh the quarterback from florida anthony richardson he was picked number four going to the Colts. Um, you know, they would play like some stories, you know, after they were picked. So you get to know them. And the one thing I I really liked about him is he gives back in his community and he's a volunteer firefighter down there in Florida. I just thought that was kind of cool. And of course, Bryce Young, uh, I was a little shocked that um, the quarterback from Kentucky didn't go the first round. But, you know, tonight's the second round. 
hoping he'll go. I thought Joey Porter would go, didn't go. And of course, I thought um, the possibility of Luke Musgrave, the tight end for Oregon State, but they're saying that those <laughs> would go. This, oh, but I, I, so, I, yeah, yeah. My, that Musgrove, you were, I know you watched the Oregon State uh, Beavers a lot this year. And I you did. You kind of liked what they were doing <laughs> at tight end. I like that. Erin, what do we, what, do we have some notes in front of her? What has happened today? She's come in, she's, I think she's more prepared for the second round than she was the first round. I mean, this is a, this I is did my amazing, research. <laughs> my gosh. I, I read and read and read. You know, but hey, I watched it. I was yeah. kind of like, Man, there was a lot of defensive players chosen last night. Um, so it, it was good. But I wanted to bring to the table today, if you are out there listening right now and you're not a f- football enthusiast, let me tell you what you could go to. you got the Texas Rangers <laughs> playing this weekend against the Yankees. Uh, oh, so no. you can tune into that. you got Formula One going on. And if Aaron, what has she got? Like the TV guide or something? <laughs> like what is... I'm just, I'm just, you know... Giving a little knowledge, I guess, information yeah. out there. Oh, well, yeah, just kind of giving people. <laughs> now, Aaron, where can we hear the um, – since Stephanie has all this this knowledge, <laughs> we're going to have the the Baylor baseball. And I've been watching this weather for now. The last I checked, it's still on first pitch at 630. That will be right here on ESPN Central Texas. Aaron, where does that mean we move the Rangers to this evening? Fox Sports, 13.30 a.m. and 93.9 okay. FM. Mm-hmm. I kind of like how Aaron says that. It's always kind of like, we should have known that. Like, well, how- <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to ask him, I'm like, okay, well, who's going where and where's going, you know, who's on first, what's yes. on second? Yeah. But, um, yes. yeah, so right. the, Yan- the Yankees are playing the Rangers tonight, Saturday and Sunday, yeah. three-game series. And then uh, there's also cycling at the Tour Day. I'm going to screw this up. Please forgive me. Renanati in Switzerland. I'm sure you yeah. can stream that. And Fairly then uh, that's not how it's said, but okay. Oh, but okay. I, I our listeners, I, <laughs> we, they love cycling talk. In fact, they I do. may do a. You may I have may to do, do a that. whole segment. Yeah, on that. I used to like those velodrome things uh-huh. where you would. Uh, yeah, in, that's indoor. Those Most were cool. They would be outdoor. You know, Aaron, you remember that? I feel like that was big in the. Had the solid late 80s, black early back 90s. wheel. Yeah. I, like, I enjoyed watching those, too. Is that where they went around in circles on a track? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Those are cool. Aaron, would they would they put their bike, like, in a groove at the velodrome, or could you go up all the different lanes if you needed to make a lane change? I think you could bike? pass, if I remember right. The velodrome. Do we have a velodrome in Waco at some point? Somebody let, let us know. <laughs> I don't know that we do, Let us honestly. know. On the... On the text line. We're just calling it the text line today, all yeah. right? Until further until further notice. All well, right, I'll be. Yeah. Well, boy, st- yeah, Here's what else you got. Wait, here's what, what else. I got two have? more. If you really don't like any of those sports, you can yeah. watch World Mixed Doubles Curling Championship that will be going on in South Korea. <laughs> I think that's like on ESPN 25 or something. I have no idea where you would find that. And then, of yeah. course, they have the Men and Women's Asian Badminton Championship going on as well. So there you go. If you don't want to watch football, we got baseball. We got Formula One going on. Oh, and don't forget the Mexico Open, the PGA Tour going on this weekend as well. So there you go. Why? Why did badminton have to have? I mean, is it is it really <laughs> called that? What it's you just called said? that. Yeah. Okay. I guess okay. because it's in Asia, but that's Seems what they oddly, call it. It's an odd. Spe- 
specific. Okay. I've never even played badminton in my life. I think I did one time and I got hit in the head and I was like, I'm done. So I don't they even used know. To, uh, at the old Russell Gym at Baylor, the third court would always be <laughs> they, the the badminton folks would come out. And the the late, great Dutch Schrader, who was uh, um, Dutch, Dutch Schroeder, Schroeder? Anyway, Dutch was a uh, former Baylor baseball coach. And Dutch would was an unbelievable badminton player. And so the students would come out, though, and take up the court that we needed to, to run five on five. And they were always shooing us off <laughs> so that they could play the badminton. And if you knew Dutch, you could not um, you could not talk back to him. I mean, very, very intense guy. Lived a long, long time. Lived into his 90s. When I was in school, he was already probably in his 70s. And he was a great badminton player. But it's called, um, what you hit is called the shuttlecock. Um, and and then the badminton um, rackets. And then, yeah, you go up and you're trying to hit the shuttlecock. Yeah. And, was, uh, yeah. It's, it's so. a thing up there. I mean, there's people that, I mean, I remember playing it in school, but I just, I wasn't mm-hmm. very good at it. So, anyways. Yeah. But that's yeah. what I have for you today. And I will be tuned in to see about... Uh, what goes on tonight on round two? But interesting last night. It was very interesting, and I'm sure right, you have I, a lot to say about it. I appreciate it. Hey, Text yeah. me, uh, yeah. Send me a copy of that viewing guide. I, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Stephanie's Stephanie's daily viewing guide. That's good. Yep. There you go. That's good. Well, All have right, a great you. weekend. Thank you, Stephanie. And there it is, Stephanie's Sports Corner, uh, live from our newsroom, our Waco newsroom at ESPN Central Texas. We have to say goodbye to one of our area's top young reporters. We do it next. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Richard Carr is loaded with GMC Sierra trucks. Make your best deal in years. Step up to premium grade GMC Sierra and save thousands at Richard Carr. Right now, qualified buyers get 2.9% financing and 3000 in savings on most new 2023 GMC Sierra SLE and SLT 1500s in stock. Call now, get here now, or log on now to richardcar.com and drive home your new GMC Sierra today. See dealer for details. At Richard Carr, we give you more. Introducing the new B.O.B. Ballin' on a Budget Family Pack at Hellberg Barbecue. The B.O.B. Family Pack feeds up to four people. It includes one pound of pork steak, a smoked then fried half chicken, half pound of sausage, two pint sides, and a pint of their famous banana pudding, all for $40. And Thursdays from 4 until 7, you can save 20% on this deal. The B.O.B. Family Pack is available for just $32. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6, Waco. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. 
Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254-710-888. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Central Texas now has an exciting new store where customers will enjoy a boutique-style setting for men's clothing. Welcome to Sterling Clothing Company. There, you'll find men's dressy casual clothing, good for every day at the office or perhaps dinner that night. But also shorts, swimwear, athletic wear, and shoes for the pool or attending the game. Sterling Clothing Company features brand names not usually found in other Central Texas stores, including Onward Reserve, Johnny O, Turtleson, 34 Heritage, Seven Diamonds, and Two Under Underwear. This store has one-of-a-kind clothing for all ages. Locally owned and operated, Sterling Clothing Company, 2012 North Valley Mills Drive, Waco, and at sterlingclothingco.com and on Facebook and Instagram. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 6, and Sunday, noon till 5. Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine is not just a food truck anymore. They now have a restaurant in the Old Red Barn in Bosqueville. Enjoy their special unique dishes like Mac Daddy brisket mac and cheese, meatballs, plus the best ribeye steaks in town. Featuring a full bar with unique cocktails. Ladies bring two or more friends for ladies night every Wednesday night and get 10% off. Karaoke Thursday nights and famous catering for any event. Open Tuesday through Saturday, Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine. Located on 19th Street in Bosqueville. It's Mosley's show. I'm back to doing weather again. And uh, we had some people out there and tweeting us, thanking us for our weather coverage the other day. Weather on the 8th. But we gotta, we're going to take this seriously because uh, we know people driving around listening to us uh, are having some, uh, uh, you know, some weather out there. Now, two hours ago, the National Weather Service issued a tornado watch for Waco and McLennan County until 8 p.m. tonight. All right, and then Baylor updated that here uh, within the past hour. Said due to potential severe weather, the Waco campus is closing at three thirty. Aaron, I don't recall ever staying like in a. I might have been in my dorm back in the day, but I don't remember staying in class after three thirty any day of my life. But anyway, no classes will be held after three thirty. All university evening activities have been canceled. Aaron, does that mean? Let me check. Let no. me check baseball real quick. Are we still on for now? As far as yeah, as far as the last thing posted. I is. mean, is that not a university activity? All right. Hey, Baylor family, this is from forty-five minutes ago. 
we're keeping an eye on the weather just like you. But we are still scheduled to play baseball tonight. Stay tuned on our social media channels. So I'm going to go to that. And the last update I got was 340. This says this will be the page where we get some information if there's going to be some. Aaron, I thought they might. I think they were thinking about moving it up to get the game in today, but they said they did not want to preempt the Mosley show again. Uh, Baylor baseball thought that. So anyway, we'll. Uh, they, they would. They hated to uh, to do that, and they had to do that here recently, I believe, for a Tarleton game um, that we uh, were off the air that day. Um, so that's Baylor versus West Virginia, still on as scheduled. At 6.30. Now, um, Matt Lively was going to join us here, but apparently out at the station, there's all kinds of weather out there, and there's some people that are worried. And and, uh, so I think he's been asked to take shelter. I mean, I I think his phone should still be working. Now, maybe with him, uh, the possibility of him leaving town, maybe they've just taken his phone back, and Lively's had to turn in his phone uh, it could certainly it could certainly happen, but uh, we'll we'll continue to try to get a hold of Matt Lively. I'm going to see if he's texted me here. Um, no, no, Aaron, I don't know what the deal is, but Lively is. Uh, um, we do have Aaron some good news. We have a beautiful Central National Bank continues to get it done. Central National Bank, um, they've sent us a beautiful graphic of Tim McManus, our five o'clock guest. Uh, Matt Lively, our 420 guest, is losing time as we speak. All right? And um, it's too bad. It's too bad. His final appearance on the Matt Mosley show, and it appears that he's going to miss it. That's not good. Now, so one way or the other, we'll get him all over the country. Uh, games are being postponed. I don't know, man. It's just weather everywhere. We've had a postponement with uh, the Pirates. And the uh, Nats, I just noticed. And we're getting a game started right now in uh, Major League Baseball. Royals and Twins are, are getting it going. Aaron, while we wait maybe for Lively, maybe he shows, maybe he doesn't. Uh, I, I thought last night, lots of interesting stories. Not the least, which was Will Levis, the uh, Kentucky quarterback. And Aaron... I don't know. Some people seem to blame Mel Kuyper for this. Not every year, but a lot. But some years, there are quarterbacks who are talked about, and we get it in our mind that they're supposed to be first round, and then this guy gets invited to the draft, and he gets trapped in the green room. One year, I was there, and it was the year Aaron Rodgers uh, lasted way into the draft, into 24th. The other one that was bad, Geno Smith, for uh, West Virginia was supposed to be a first-rounder. He went into the second round. What happened when we were in New York is that Commissioner Goodell would invite folks up to his uh, his little suite, his little private area, to get them out of the, the, you know, out of the front of the cameras because what do the cameras do as it goes on and on? They zero in on who's left in that, uh, in that room, in the green room. And Will Levis got left last night. Now, again, he may end up somewhere and have a great opportunity. Um, Kuyper and Todd McShay both had Levis 
being selected by the Colts in their final mock drafts. Aaron, do you think those two, like, have gone to the Levis family or gone down to the green room and just said, hey, sorry about that? Sorry about that. I know we got everybody believes this because we're supposed to be the foremost experts in our mock draft, and we whiffed. We absolutely whiffed. And so um, instead, they thought he, they had him going to the Colts. Anthony Richardson ends up with the Colts. And um, wow. All right, Aaron, let's try our buddy one more time. I think he was helping out with the weather because, I mean, you know, news. When news breaks, Lively will jump in and he'll help. I mean, he's sports. He's a very versatile young man. I don't know if they put him in front of a green screen or what. But uh, we'll give him another go here and because uh, we do need to visit with him. This could be his last week uh, uh, with us in the, uh, in the greater Waco area. Now, the Colts selected Florida quarterback Anthony Richardson – with the number four pick. And I, I, I just, watching Richardson, looking at that, just that massive size, obviously the guy can run. I mean, there's a chance he may throw it into the stands. Matt, are you, Matt Lively joining us now from Channel 6. I don't know if we can still say that. Uh, but, Matt, are you up at the TV station? Like, what's going on right now? Weather when I was, um, I had weather hit us pretty hard Wednesday, and we were hiding out at McLean Stadium. Now we got another tornado. This one's a tornado watch for McLennan County. Matt, are you okay? Give us kind of your four one one here, or give us your location, and let us know how things are going for Channel Six right now. Hey, let me start by saying this: I am no licensed weather professional, but we were just we were in a tornado warning body there so it was it was coming down pretty bad here but it has passed uh yeah. it seems like we're now just it's severe weather now but we are through that tornado but i apologize this i mean man i'm gonna have two blemishes on my record on the mosley show by not coming on right at 4:20 when i'm supposed to be on but i'm yeah. here now i'm sorry for the delay but uh you know weather calls local news you legally you got to be on the air so that's what we were yeah. doing Pretty sure you'll have more than than uh, two blemishes on your record. I'll have to go back to um, now. But explain that to me. So that hits the warning. Were you kind of on set or something? I mean, I it, I still don't quite have a great understanding of why you couldn't pick up your phone. Were you hiding under a desk, or did the we're did the, did, did no, they did they say everybody in the newsroom gather here and let's all let's all visit with each other? I I don't I still don't feel like I have an accurate picture of what's happening out there, Matt. Outside, you know, sometimes you. <laughs> oh, but no. Uh, no we actually this is the first time ever two and a half years i say ever yeah. like it's that long two and a half years in central texas i've never come close to being in the storm we yeah. were you know we thought hey this is where we go if this thing hits the you know by the station so we were ready yeah. to, to huddle in the bathroom that's our that's our, our safety area it needs to be like a center area and um yes. And, and, you know, kind of a center of the building. Boy, McLean Stadium, we had a beautiful setup the other day in the tunnels down there. And then we got out of the Baylor Club, and they started bringing – we're down there, you know, storms hitting, everybody's worried. I mean, it looked extremely ominous. 
and and then they 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 wheeled down like all this wine and um, egg rolls and pizza rolls and all this kind of stuff. And I, you know, I'm not partaking, of course, but I was down. I was knocking back some of those egg rolls down there. I'm like, hey, if we're if we're gonna ride out this storm, and my buddy Ward White, you know, coworker, he's like, no, I don't eat that. I'm not a, I'm not a. I'm not a spring roll guy or not an egg roll. I'm like, you're the first person I've ever met. Meal. Yeah, I love an egg roll. I like, I, I'll get like shrimp fried rice or some mandarin, you know, whatever, orange chicken, just so I can get the egg roll. I'm a, I've been, I'm an egg roll guy from way back and uh, have always uh, have always enjoyed that. But, I mean, yeah, I'm glad you all are okay out there. This is uh, Channel 6. You all do a good job keeping everybody safe. We were watching the weather the other day. These are very ominous times. But I feel like this is almost like Oklahoma or something. I mean, we've turned into Tornado Alley. Uh, so, so yeah, this has been strange. Now, let's get to the task at hand. Matt, um, what's going on? I, I, I've never known what I can say, so I've just not said anything. Have, have, we made, have you made any official announcements? I mean, are, you, are we able to say publicly uh, that that you're going to be leaving us, or do I still need to hold all this down? Well, if not, you just told everybody. <laughs> well, I'm not going to get into no. like where you might be going, but I feel like I'm well, safe saying you may be heading out. You're right. Here's here's what I can say. And listen, this is exclusive. You know, you get the you're getting the first dibs on this. Not that anybody actually cares. You know, a tweet will be sent out a little bit later t- this evening. But yes, yeah, Sunday will be my last broadcast. Here at Channel 6. Um, I can't say where I'm going just yet. I wish I could. I really do. Um, but things are in the works. I can say that. And, you know, in the next few weeks, something will uh, hopefully be announced. But this is it, man. My time in Waco has come to an end. And I want to say thank you to, to you and Aaron and the whole Central Texas family that has put me on, you know, a couple different shows over the years and has always made me feel welcomed and made covering Baylor and all the high school athletic events so fun. And, you know, you guys have just been great to work with. And, and Mosley, you've been such a great guy to talk with and learn from and, and listen to the stories that you have. And so I'm going to miss it. I'm, I'm pretty sad. Well, the good news is you still will have my number. If there's guidance you need, you can still call me. We reserve the right to have you on, but uh, we've loved watching your career. We <laughs> hoped that you would stay even longer, but I kind of knew when Chris went to Oklahoma City, one of our other buddies, I said, oh, man, I'm afraid lively because y'all just had a great friendship. He was from Channel 10, but y'all played a lot of golf together, and I just thought that was not a good sign when he was leaving. And uh, so I would have thought our friendship would have been uh, worthy enough for you to stay another year or two just based on that. But apparently, <laughs> apparently not. Aaron, can you find some like Sarah McLaughlin type music? I do think I feel like we need to <sighs> as as we get into this, as we say goodbye, we'll need to or some boys to men, something we need to play kind of in the background as we say goodbye to uh the great Matt Lively. Well, I'm excited to hear about, like, I, I kind of sense that you're loving, you, you're a big Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. You love the NFL. Oh, man. Good job, Aaron. Mm. We'll just let That's why Aaron's the best. That's why he's the best in the game. Oh, man. That's right, right there. I was looking Sarah up a minute ago. 
55 years old, if you can believe that. 55 years young. Sarah McLaughlin. Oh, man. This is uh, well, this is Sarah I will, hey, I will remember. I will remember my time on the on the Matt Mosley show. Do you want me to sing this to you a little bit? But Jeff, you serenade me. I'll stay another year. Get me to the <laughs> chorus here. I might need to do a little bit. I just can't. Oh, what what movie was this in? I feel like Nick Cage was involved, or it's like uh, it was a movie about an commercial. angel, huh? And the ASPCA the commercial, yeah. Oh, yeah. ASPCA? What is that? That's a dog. What do they do? They do things for dogs or something? This, oh, what are they? They, they, rescue, they rescue dogs, and they ask you to, you know, you got to send in money, and they're going to send you a calendar of, a, of, of pets you feel terrible about. Man, I, people, make, people make so much money. You talk about gouging. It's the obit sections of newspapers. They they'll gouge you and then these pet people. I mean they'll they'll try they now try to con you into getting pet health insurance and they just insist you need this stuff. I didn't mean to get all up to that, but it is there is so much <laughs> gouging around pets because the thought is we'll spend anything on these animals. And some of us do love our animals, but there is a line. It's like we all have like a price point. Most of us. It's like Mine's a little lower, I'm afraid, than most. We all have some form of a price point. You know, if it gets above this, we got to say goodbye to the to the animal. But I think there are people listening to us right now. Mosley, don't say that. There's no amount Man, of money I wouldn't pay. Hey, listen, me, I, Matt Lively, have no comment on this. And if PETA wants to direct their anger towards someone, Matt Mosley is the guy, not Matt Lively. PETA, no comment PETA's not on the side of the aisle. Peter's got no control of me, and uh, I, I'm still mad at Peter for not letting the bear come to the stadium. They act like the crowd was bothering the bear. The bear was loving being at Baylor Stadium. You know, at Floyd Casey. You think the bear what? Did you see the bear drinking Dr. Pepper? You were too young for that, Lively. Uh, Used to, too young. The, the bear would hold with its paws the uh, the Dr. Pepper and just have a big old drink. <laughs> I mean, it's not like we were feeding it anything. Oh, Dr. Pepper is good for animals. All right. Um, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Matt Lively, we're saying goodbye to him. And I do think maybe that'd be fun if you get close to like a NFL team on your next stop. You were close to the Cowboys, for goodness sakes. But I know the Cowboys can be a little bit tough to work with. So we'll see. I'll be, uh, we'll do an announcement when we find out where you end up. And uh, you've learned also under Curtis and some of the other people that have been over there at uh, at Channel 6 and some of the fun people that have come through. 25, I think of Jack. I mean, so many really good young talent. Tyler, that uh, Darby, of course. Um, now we've got – who's our, who are our new people? Oh, Eric and we've Parker. Got we got Chad and lot Eric of, and Parker, yeah. Chad. Chad's a nice guy, even though I think he has, like, some kind of TCU ties. We we have we have too many Missouri people. Fox went out and hired like every Missouri person, and and that's that's getting a little bit old. And uh, and we've got a, a few too many Cronkite people from Arizona State. Well, hey, uh, shout out to Chad. He's an ASU guy as well. He's TCU and oh, ASU. So oh, you know you can't be talking about Chad in a bad way. A, I'll be on you. Yeah, that's a deadly combination there. We ha- I've I've not tried Chad out on the radio yet. I mean I. You've got to really prove it to me before you come on the radio. <laughs> All right, uh, 
Well, and by the way, what did you think of the draft? I, I wasn't paying particularly close attention to the Bucks last night. I was really uh, more into what the Cowboys were up to. Any any big takeaways from the uh, from the first round last night? You know, uh, one how how crazy was it? What Houston did to go back to back two and three? I've never seen that before. You know, all the quarterbacks off the board were very exciting. Bijan Robinson at number eight was pretty great. The Bucks took a defensive tackle out of Pitt. He went to Pitt, and he's the exact same measurables as Aaron Donald, so everybody's calling him Aaron Donald 2.0. Newsflash, they don't just replicate Aaron Donald like that, you know, to the Mel Kuypers of the world. So um, I'm not quite sure that he's going to be Aaron Donald 2.0, but hopefully he's a contributor for Tampa Bay. But I love the NFL draft, the, the dramatics of it, the production of it. I think of all those ESPN video guys in the back room for months and months and months having to put together this footage and the tape of all of these players. It's a really impressive undertaking that I just enjoy watching every single year. I think it's incredible television. Yeah, I used to enjoy the Baylor graduate Trey Wingo when he was hosting it. They now have right. sometimes I don't I don't know that I love that they have it on so many different places now. It's ABC ESPN and the NFL Network and uh, Daniel Jeremiah is a longtime friend so I do kind of like his input and things like that but uh, that's interesting about Will Levis isn't it Will Levis uh, uh, get it for the Kentucky quarterback I mean these mock drafts get in our heads and and Mel Kuyper Jr. and Todd McShay had him going like top five in the draft and we've been hearing that now for however many months or weeks and that I think that's more why we're shocked like some of the other teams around the league may not be that shocked but we look at these mock drafts so much that we think oh my gosh he slipped he fell out of the first round well honestly <laughs> teams may not think he's that great it's all smoke screens. That, I mean, that's the other – there's strategy that, that goes into what these teams tell the media during – I mean, they are using every bit of an advantage that they can get. I think it's It's great. I think the dra- – I do think the movie Draft Day is an is a abomination to Hollywood and sports films. So maybe that's my – Yeah. By the way, your phone – I mean, this is interesting. There's – this weather, every once in a while, you'll just fade out for a little while. And, and then oh, you'll no. kind of come back. So, no, 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 it's okay. I just wanted you to know um, if you have to do live call-ins tonight or whatever. If I were Channel 6, I would be trying to get every last ounce of you. Like, I would say you're working <laughs> Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then you're working oh, no. the 10 o'clock news Sunday. I do hope they do something nice for you. And, um uh, and, and, again, you and I always are sharing. We kind of have similar taste in clothes, fashion, right. all of that. So, you know, I want you to continue as we discover things that we like, uh, whether it be cricket, whether it be shackets, whether it be fairty, we'll continue to share those kind of things. And uh, But, uh, Matt, it's been fun. It's been, it's been great. You were so kind um, the other day. Uh, kind of letting different people know and, and, and just a very personal touch that, uh, quite honestly, is it doesn't happen all the time. And just know how much that meant. Um, the uh, I hate to reference the note because somebody out there listening will go, well, I didn't get a note. But um, 
I, as I said the other night, I was a little bit miffed. I wanted to be the only one who got a note. I saw too many notes around me. But uh, I can didn't I share think that, that story? A... Can I share yeah, that story very quickly, sure, Mosley? Sure. Yeah. You know, there's we have a great media market here in Waco, and I just I did I wanted to make sure you know there there were some people who knew that I really appreciated everything they've done for me and who people I've worked with over the last two years. So I'm kind of handing out these white thank you cards, and <laughs> Mosley gets his, and then everybody on the front row, you know, it is kind of like our legends of the Waco media section. They they're all kind of sitting there with their white notes, and Mosley goes, oh, "I thought I was the only one that was getting one." <laughs> I, mean, I just I started bursting out laughing. I thought that was so good. <laughs> I was a little bit troubled to see. Hey, your note get just one. a little bit more. You know, when I was yeah. writing your note, there was may- maybe a teardrop. That's why some of the ink mm-hmm. is, is uh, spread yeah. around the note. There's, you know, it was emotional. Yeah, I think you should have like ranked us. And I, as long as I'm ahead of Bryce Cherry, I think I'm fine. Uh, and I do think I came in ahead of him. But uh, all right, well, it was, uh, it's been a lot of fun. Let's stay in touch. And we've really enjoyed having you on the radio. And uh, good luck. Just stay, stay in touch with us and let us know where you land. Of course. Again, thanks, guys, for, uh, for two and a half really fun years. And, you know, my last time here in Waco coming on the Matt Mosley Show, but certainly not the last time I'll be on and uh, always be a, a huge fan of this this program. So thanks for everything. All right, there he goes, Matt Lively. Aaron, we'll have to tell him how to stream us. And he can get the app and, and still be with us on a daily basis from afar. Um, and uh, it'll be very exciting. He's got some things, some people pursuing him, uh, it sounds like, and I think it'll be very exciting for him. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show, ESP in Central Texas. After all the emotion... We'll do some Campus Confidential. That's next. The source for Baylor athletic news and information. ESPN Central Texas. Everson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line Branson tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with Time to combine their forces. Everson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all-new lineup of Time Tractors today at the locally owned and operated Emerson Tractors in Robinson, where service is their name. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. 
Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A-style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Creativity and planning are the key elements in coordinating and designing a wedding or special event. Since 2014, the Bosky has provided the special venue you're looking for and extras that few can offer. The house at the Bosky features a beautiful split-level design with four bedrooms and four bathrooms, balconies, a large grand room, a kitchen, and an outdoor patio. The outdoor areas are perfect for large or small weddings and special occasions, portrait-taking, exploring, and just plain enjoying. The Bosky in Crawford. Learn more at theboski185.com. Campus Confidential is brought to you by Jim Turner Chevrolet, where they say we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and we treat you like family. Check them out at turnerchevy.com. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. And uh, we'll get back into some more. Uh, we'll have time for some, maybe some more Campus Confidential, a lot more NFL draft. Uh, we'll do that at about 5.25 o'clock. Coming up, Tim McManus from uh, ESPN covers the Eagles and uh, does an incredible job on that beat. And the Eagles were really doing some damage in the draft last night. I think uh, the Texans got a ton of attention for what they did at the top of the draft. Eagles made some waves, both good and bad, and we'll discuss that at 5 o'clock as we get into some of the NFL draft. Aaron, what do you have on your mind today uh, with uh, Campus Confidential? Good news and bad news for Texas men's basketball, the bad news. Ron Holland, the number two prospect in the 2023 class, announced today he is decommitting from Texas, according to ESPN's Jeff Borzello. Per 24-7 composite rankings, he's the number five. He's a five-star recruit and the number four player overall, number two in ESPN's list. He's a 6'8", 195-pound power forward out of Duncanville. So he decommitted today, but the Longhorns did get a commitment from the top guard in the transfer portal, Max Amas from Oral Roberts. Acemas. Acemas. Mm-hmm. I know it looks crazy. It's A-B-M-A-S. But, yeah, I, Mad Max is a playing dude from Oral Roberts. But this was 
extremely <clears throat> bad news for the Horns today. I mean, I I used to think that letter of intent like had some kind of meaning. And I know people say, well, coaches are gone and now Beard's gone. Well, this kid stuck with his commitment all the way. We're almost to May for 2023. I get if Beard leaves like immediately saying, well, I'm reopening my recruiting. That's understandable. But they somehow got this guy to stay committed. And then he turns around right before he's going to show up on campus. You go, Mosley, why are you so concerned for the Horns? It's not just about the Longhorns. It's about college basketball in general. I mean, it is completely out of control. Now, some of this we enjoy. The movement, all of that, we don't like it when Baylor players leave. But the the fact that we're talking about college basketball so much during the portal, there's some upside to that. But when these guys, 2023 players, start saying, ah, I think I think I'll go elsewhere. Oh, I don't know about this guy they just signed. I don't know. He may score a bunch, and maybe I won't play as much. I, I got no clue what Ron Holland is thinking. But, man, I, I, and I, I just think if, if that's really bad if people are out there tampering with rosters after these signings are already, and they're almost a school, and you're still trying to flip people once they sign. I mean, there's nothing. It's just crazy. Does this count as the one-time transfer before you even step on campus? I mean, it's ridiculous. I don't want. I'm not one of these like, oh my gosh, let's go back to the old days. I mean, players can get paid. I'm totally fine with that. They want to transfer somewhere. That's okay. But boy, you sign up to play. You wait, and then you get to the like almost the first of May, and you go. I don't think I'm going to come. I know. I know y'all planned your entire 2023 recruiting class around me, but you know y'all went out and brought in a bunch of transfers. I don't know. I'm afraid these guys may take some time from me, so I'm going to go. I'm going to go elsewhere. Not good. Not a good look for college basketball, and not a great look for this young man, Ron Holland, who's a great player out of Duncanville. First round of the NFL draft completed last night, and the odds for the top selection in next year's draft are already up on DraftKings. The overwhelming favorite favorite to go first overall in next year's draft, USC quarterback Caleb Williams, is minus 550. So you would have to bet $550 to win 100 that he is the first selection overall next year. North Carolina quarterback, Greg May is second at plus 600, and Ohio State wide receiver Marvin Harrison Jr. has the third best odds to be the top pick next year at plus 2,000. Interesting. I do like, I like kind of hearing stuff like that. And um, Caleb Williams already won the Heisman. I, I mean, it's, it's, I, I think he would have been, had he been able to come out, he would have been the number one pick overall over Bryce Young. Aaron, do you have any do you have any different thought on that, or do you agree with that? No, I don't think there's any question. I don't I don't know of any NFL evaluators that had Bryce Young over him. Everyone's basically saying Bryce Young's going to be a really good quarterback, but next year with him and Drake May is the real quarterback class. Of course, they kind of say that every year. Bryce Young goes. Uh, number one, another Alabama guy goes number two. Um, well, no, they took their quarterback, too, C.J. Stroud, 
and then they came rolling up the board to get another Bama guy. Houston did. Uh, Aaron, what Houston did last night, we'll talk more about it as we get into the 520, but I think Texans fans, I mean, it's kind of crazy to give up that much, and that pick, to that next year's pick could be really, really good uh, for Arizona. But that's a that's a gutsy deal. It's gutsy, and it's also a GM who's kind of like, you know what? If we don't do it now, I'm probably out. I'm probably gone. This Casario. I mean, they, they're such. You know, they've been so messed up in the front office. You don't even. It's hard to know who's even under control. Cal McNair's been kind of a joke, but um, you got to kind of admire the gumption to do what they did. I found that to be. I found that to be pretty fascinating. All right, Aaron. Save. Uh, you have one more you want to get to. Uh, we better go ahead and get to Okay. All right, we'll do that. Um, we're going to do um, Tim McManus, ESPN beat writer for the Philadelphia Eagles. We'll do it next. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. It's been three years since COVID-19 changed life around the world. If there's one thing we've learned during that time, it's that Central Texans are tough. Waco Family Medicine is here to remind you that COVID-19 can be more dangerous when you're unprotected. A safe, effective, and free way to stay tough against COVID is with vaccinations and boosters. Visit wacofamilymedicine.org slash vaccine for info about the safety of vaccines and a list of places to get yours in Central Texas. When it comes to COVID-19, a little poke can lead to a lot of protection. Buttfest 2023 is coming to the Rezo Lion Club Fairgrounds. Friday and Saturday, May 5th and 6th, some of the fastest mud tractors on the planet, mega truck racing, and UTV side-by-side racing. All sure to impress, plus a tough truck contest. It's the McLennan County Mudfest, May 5th and 6th, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Jeep Brown. Gates open at 6, show starts at 7 at the Rezo Lion Club Fairgrounds. Tickets are $20 for adults, $10 for kids 5 to 12, 4 and under are free. BYOB with a $10 cooler. Cans only. Seam is limited, so bring a lawn chair. And special thanks to RDO Equipment. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. This is ESPN Central Texas. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. And also at cnbwaco.com. 
Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. New inventory has arrived and it's time for you to take advantage. Malibu, Equinox Traverse, Blazer, and the best trailblazer ever built. Also, the new 2024 HD pickup in stock for immediate delivery and folks still 0% financing on every half ton Silverado in stock. So give us an opportunity to earn your business. Give us a call, 840-3261 or shop us 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a hard beat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine is not just a food truck anymore. They now have a restaurant in the Old Red Barn in Bosqueville. Enjoy their special unique dishes like Mac Daddy brisket mac and cheese, meatballs, plus the best ribeye steaks in town, featuring a full bar with unique cocktails. Ladies, bring two or more friends for ladies' night every Wednesday night and get 10% off. Karaoke Thursday nights and famous catering for any event. Open Tuesday through Saturday, Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine, located on 19th Street in Bosqueville. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Tim McManus joining us now. Tim, I wanted you to be able to hear all those sponsors. I mean, you're you got a great radio background yourself, so I thought you'd appreciate that. Just lead just lead right off with it, okay? Here are all the sponsors for the show. That's the way to go, man. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing great. Well, who wouldn't want to sponsor you? That's the question. Huh. What kind of sponsor are you talking about? <laughs> 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 no, we've got some great ones. And boy, you've had some you can't do that, can you? You can't really be sponsored because you are a capital J journalist. And so you can't, you got to kind of walk that fine line. But uh, that's kind of exciting last night. I thought of you immediately. Eagles, uh, what was your, what was your, what was your gut telling you as when you saw them move up? You probably knew what they were trying to do. And, uh, and they land Jalen Carter. And part of you, the newsman inside of you, is like, okay, cool. Great story. But there's also part of you like, oh, great, because this is more than just let's examine what kind of player he is. This is a character risk. This is what Jerry Jones loves to do, get great value with character uh, risk. What was your kind of gut immediate reaction to this pick? Yeah, when I saw that they had moved up, you know, immediately I thought, yeah, that's that's for Jalen Carter. Because I had heard uh, heading into the draft that it's somebody that they had identified and that it was a possibility that they would move up to get him if he were to somehow slip past the Seahawks at number five. Sure enough, he does. He gets within range, and, and Howie Roseman just has to give up a fourth-round pick to, to move one slot up to grab him. And so that, so it wasn't totally unexpected from the standpoint of we know what the Eagles prioritize. It's, it's the offensive and defensive line. We know that, you know, they lost Javon Hargrave in free agency to San Francisco and that Brandon Graham and Fletcher Cox are getting a little bit older. And so it certainly makes sense that they would prioritize that position 
And Jalen Carter is arguably, you know, the best prospect in that class. He was he was one or two, depending on who you talk to, along with Anderson. But yes, of course, there, there's the other side of that. He was involved in, you know, a, a tragic incident. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's there's a lot to kind of sift through. Um, it, they did a lot of homework to try to figure out and get comfortable with the idea of drafting Carter. And, and ultimately, you know, they, they determined that their, their homework came back and they felt like they felt good about, about him as a person. And I think just as importantly that they have what they believe is sort of the infrastructure in place and the culture in place uh, to make sure that he stays on the right path. And all those bulldogs, I mean, all those uh, Georgia players, isn't that kind of interesting when you start stacking guys, if you're going to do it, why not from Georgia? If you're going to start stacking players, then they take another uh, Georgia player, you know, at 30 overall. It is it is interesting when certain GMs and scouting departments, uh, and it, it's for very good reason. But now, how many will this make? How many how many Georgia guys will be on the uh, roster once uh, once Jalen and, and Nolan get there? Well, now there's there's four from just the last two drafts. I mean, it, it's <laughs> unbelievable. You know, they they picked up Jordan Davis and the Kobe Dean last year. And then they, they come back with Nolan Smith and, and Jalen Carter this time around. I'm starting to feel bad for the, the scouts in other, in other areas here, Matt. You know, they're just, they're just picking the guys from Georgia. But, hey, I mean, it's one of the, the better <laughs> defenses in college football uh, in recent memory. And so I don't think it's a, a, a bad, you know, modus uh, to be going after those guys and collecting them here in Philadelphia. And I think it becomes important as we talk about Carter and, and surrounding him with the, with the right people. I think part of the whole equation was they had guys in house uh, that had played with him and who knew him. And, and, you know, Jordan Davis, I think was the guy where they were, they were good influences for one another was, was my understanding. And you have him and Dean, well, two of the, the leaders on that 2021 defense. And so, yeah, it's all part of the equation and, you know, you can tell that they're all they're all pretty psyched to now be playing on the NFL level with one another. This brought back memories seeing the chief security officers show up in your analysis. All right, Dom DeSandro, and I'm sure he's a great guy. I can't remember if I was ever around Dom or not or how long he's been around, but uh, that is that is so Cowboys right there is when, you, when you're having to talk about, well, we got this great uh, assistant to the GM slash chief security officer and that's going to really help him so i mean it is it's like they're putting this entire support system around jalen carter i i understand it but uh that that to me boy that reminded me tim of uh of of of, of dealing with the cowboys and covering them that that aspect of it but i assume this you know dom DeSandro. the problem is of course then he gets labeled. If if things go south, people are going to like. Well, I thought Dom was supposed to keep him in check. That's happened with uh, that's happened with the Cowboys personnel people before, or security folks when they had Pac Man, you know, all those years ago, and he was just out acting, you know, in all, in all kinds of foolishness. Um, it it goes back to your security people. And they're like, wait, I thought I thought so and so was supposed to keep him in check, and. Uh, that that puts those kind of people in an interesting position, doesn't it? It sure does. I mean, you know, they they regard Dom as the very best in the business, but that's a lot of pressure on Dom <laughs> to, to make sure that he's you know that he's unearthing everything that that he needs to unearth. And I guess to your point to the Cowboys, I mean, normally you know the Eagles are go, are 
emphasizing character. And I think that it's really shown up um, when you look and just kind of go around the locker room in Philadelphia. You know, it was was one of the better locker rooms that I had been around this past year. And I guess if you end up making, you know, a ton of exceptions, then all of a sudden, you know, then that that sort of becomes the rule and you, you don't have that type of locker room anymore. Uh, but I don't, I don't get the feeling that they view Carter, you know, as a as a bad character. Uh, Roseman emphasized the point that at 21 years old, obviously, you know, what what transpired a, a handful of months ago is, you know, it's just it's tragic and it's, it's heart wrenching. Um, there's responsibility that needs to be shared around, but doesn't necessarily define who a person is uh, in, in a bad moment in their life. And I think that's something that they've kept in mind. They they brought uh, Carter in for a visit and coach Nick Sirianni got to know him. I know that center Jason Kelsey, one of the most respected guys on the team, uh, spent a lot of time with him. And, and he just spoke yesterday about what a good guy he thought he was. And so, you know, there's more than just a moment in any man's life. Um, and, you know, they, they believe that the extensive work that they did it brought them to the conclusion that that, that Carter is a is a good guy, um, and they believe that they have the, the structure in place to you know to to keep him on the straight and narrow. Tim McMahon is joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, as he gets ready for day two. Eagles have what sixty two and sixty six, and of course, I'm sure you've charted that out to see who they might take. Running back, I think you had defensive back, O-line possibly. I was wondering about Jalen Hurts. What was uh, what, what was his voice leading up to the draft? Do you think with all this money and, and, and stature that he now has, do you think he's emboldened even more to, uh, to get in there and maybe offer some? Do, they, do you think he's a sounding board? Uh, for some of the coaches and, and scouts, how much of a, a voice is he right now in the organization? Yeah, I think they, they definitely use him as a resource. And I think you just have to look to the fact that his best friend is here. You know, they, they traded for, for A.J. Brown last year to show that they care about, um, you know, about how he, you know, how he feels and making sure that he feels as supported as possible. And so certainly when, when now he is, you know, the cornerstone, you know, franchise quarterback, they're going to make sure I think like any organization does uh, that, that his input is involved. Doesn't mean that that fully sways a pick or anything like that, but it was, it was hard not to notice, uh, you know, that he and B. John Robinson had the same agent in Nicole Lynn and that, uh, you know, Robinson uh, was saying how much he wanted to play with Jalen Hurts and, and, you know, there's those kind of connections as well. But, yeah, I think that they are going to um, get his input. And then, just as importantly, Matt, they're going to make sure that they protect him. And, and that's one of the reasons why I think in these upcoming picks, they're going to be honing in on offensive linemen. makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, even And that offensive tackle in particular, if you look, Lane Johnson, Jordan Mailata, the two tackles right now, they're very good. Uh, but Johnson only wants to play a couple more years. They have a, a tackle depth issue. Johnson and Mylotta both uh, have dealt with some injuries. And so I think that would be a smart area for them to address on day two in this draft, along with the defensive backfield, make sure they shore up that area as well. Did you like that uh, Micah Parsons seemed uh, uh, bothered by the Eagles that first pick? Wasn't that an interesting reaction from him? I bet Eagles fans love seeing that, that uh, the Cowboys' best defender seemed very agitated and, and uh, at the uh, Eagles landing a player of that caliber. Yeah, well, it kind of seems like he wants to be an Eagle from where I'm sitting, Matt. 
And <laughs> <laughs> it was funny hearing AJ Brown kind of mess with them say, "Why don't you just come on, come on over?" But uh, but yeah, I guess I mean. You know, I'm sure Eagles fans are reveling in that fact that yeah. you know, one of the the best regarded players in Micah Parsons is watching the draft unfold, and it's just like, oh my God, this isn't fair. What are you know? What are these guys doing? And and this is going to be a handful. And how did he possibly fall to them at number nine? And so yeah, I know that uh, a lot of people were definitely celebrating in that 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 Parsons was having that kind of reaction. All right, but apparently he liked this Maisie Smith. The Cowboys took it twenty six. Okay, so every, all is all is right. He he had been he had been lobbying for that. So maybe he'll be happy about that. This Nolan Smith, um, as we kind of look at him, I think you're you know talking about him playing Sam linebacker, um, and he was banged up last year, got hurt. Um, what was the thought there? I, I guess they had to be pretty excited that he was available. I mean, part of the thing is. If you're late in the first round, sometimes you just got to sit there and see who comes to you. It always seems like the Ravens are great at that. The Steelers have been good at that in the past. It's just saying, hey, this guy's great. Why would we do anything else? Why would we be trying yep. to move out of here? Um, what was the? What is everybody's thought there on, on Nolan Smith? And just to give you a heads up, Jalen Carter's about to speak, so I'm going to have to head out in oh. just a minute. But for, hey, but no, for no, Nolan say the word Smith. if you got to go. Yeah, just uh, as I'm walking in. So, yeah, Nolan Smith, you know, they didn't think he was going to be available at 30. I thought that the most likely scenario was that they were going to trade out. Uh, but they just saw him drop. It was unexpected. He was higher up on the list. A lot of guys had them projected even maybe to take him at 10, like in those mock drafts and that you saw. And certainly the team seemed to be kind of like the ceiling, and he fell all the way there. They feel really good that he can fit into that Sam edge rushing role, kind of like a son Reddick. They're built very similarly, so they're, they're hoping that he has a similar type of production. Okay, if you would just hold your phone up, I would like for my audience to be able to hear this news conference. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, oh, man, that's good. That's good. No, I'm going to let you jump in there and get your spot because if I know you – you're going to be front and center, and and there'll be there'll be some fastballs coming at uh, at Jalen Carter. So, uh, Tim, thanks for taking the time. Uh, have a great uh, second night of the draft, and uh, look forward to catching up with you soon. All right, Matt. Always my pleasure. Talk to you soon, man. All right, Tim McManus, uh, ESPN uh, covers the Eagles, and a longtime friend of mine, great guy, and uh, um, he. Uh, I, there was somebody I don't know who it was. They were they were angry with one of the on the Zoom call with Jalen Carter. Uh, they felt like they were you know maybe being a little bit too tough on him. Some of the Eagles reporters imagine that. I don't know if that was McManus or not. He does ask kind of tough questions. When I was covering him, it was when Andy Reid was there and Aaron. There was a guy and and he's a great guy. He ended up uh, covering the Sixers and his name was Brian Salters. Uh, Brian Salter, like S-A-L-T-E-R, and he was the nicest. He went to Penn, okay, so he's an Ivy League kid. And there there was not a nicer guy anywhere ever in Philly, but he was the quintessential, uh, like, away from those press conferences, he could not have been nicer. But in those press conferences, and he was just radio. He wasn't like a newspaper guy. He would go after Andy Reid and the Eagles like like great. And McManus, the guy we were just talking to, followed him. And Tim's kind of a go-getter. Like, he'll get after you in a news conference. Really smart guy. I think to cover the Eagles, you do kind of have to have that attitude and all that kind of thing. So 
uh, fun information there. Uh, Aaron, while we're talking about this, did you did you think the Eagles, I mean, getting Jalen Carter where they did, I think they had to move up from 10 to 9 to grab him. We'll never know if B. John Robinson had a slip down there. I kind of think they still would have been going after Jalen Carter. Uh, Aaron, do you, in your mind, are there too many red flags? Would you have been one of the organizations who passed on him, or do you do you love what the Eagles did? I like, I really like what they did. They're in a position to where they can take the chance too. You don't ever want to miss on a top ten pick, but when you have a chance at well, moved up to number nine to take what many consider to be the best player in the draft, you got to do that. Yeah, and but it is funny too, and I just I brought back so many Cowboys memories. In the analysis, they're bringing up the chief security officer, Aaron. Like the chief security officer for the Cowboys for years is this uh, 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 this unbelievable guy. Larry's his name, and and uh, it, it it's. You know, it, it, but he's just he used to be at American Airlines, and he's this real regal-looking gentleman. The chief security officer uh, for the Eagles has always been, and even before Dom DeSandro, is exactly what you would expect the Philly security officer to be like. Massive arms, huge, looks like he could bench press about 500, easy, would, would l- right now walk in there and do t- 225, if he was at the combine about 15, 20 times, and it would be nothing for him. That's that's this Dom DeSandro. And that's always the Eagles have always had somebody like that. I just think it's always a little funny and weird when that's what you have to say. Hey, we have so much faith in our chief security officer, we can take this player. What does it say about somebody, you know, that that your your best plan is to have a security officer around them. I mean, you would like to think they could come in and just, you know, do well. But this guy has more than just the tragic situation with street racing. Uh, He shows up in his pro day way overweight, and then he's out there uh, reportedly just wheezing like crazy. I mean, just openly wheezing. And, and, uh, again, if you have asthma, that's one thing. But this guy was just – noticeably out of shape and he said well that's on me i thought i was in condition i thought i was uh conditioned properly and I, I really wasn't i i don't know what to think about jalen carter other than he is awesome from a from a talent standpoint he's top two or three the quarterbacks are always going to be up there a little higher so you could put bryce young in front of him if you want but if you're just looking at just sort of all around talent. There aren't. There just aren't people like this man. There aren't people three sixteen, three seventeen, and can just. I mean, I, I I'm trying to remember what number he was. I, I watched all these highlights of him, and it was like number. Let's call him eighty one or whatever he was. And he just. It was scary. Like what he would do to opposing linemen, and what he would do to the opposing running backs. He he was he he was playing a different game. And that's what Georgia is fully stocked with, players like that. Aaron, I I think Eagles just played a Super Bowl. Hard to doubt the strategy that involves them, two players from Georgia last year, 
two more players in the first round from Georgia this year. I can't remember, Aaron. You might remember off the top of your head. Nicobe Dean, was that second round? And did they, I guess they took Jordan Davis in the first round. I, know I can't t- remember where they – oh, did they take both of them in the first round? No, no. I know they took Davis in the first round. I can't remember whether Dean was oh. second round or may, or may have fallen a little further. Okay. But – well, you do remember though him being like the huge value guy. Like, oh yeah, oh, Kobe oh, yeah. Dean. Like, I was hoping oh, my that, gosh, they got yeah. That's the only reason I think he may have fallen further in the second because I was hoping <laughs> Dallas would draft him at one point. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, it's going to be. Uh, this is all really interesting. I'll tell you what we'll do next, um, Aaron. Unless there's something, I wanted to make sure we didn't need to give a weather update. Um, I'm going to take a peek at Baylor baseball and just make sure. We're good on they that. They did front. update it at 705 first pitch now, so it'll be 645 for the pregame. 645 right here on ESPN Central Texas. And as a minute uh, as of a minute ago, Baylor Baseball did announce fireworks are still on for postgame tonight. So Baylor at 330 said classes are off all nighttime activities, which I don't know what happens on a Friday night. I mean, you can't have classes on a Friday night. Maybe you can, but that seems kind of crazy. They call they canceled everything except this baseball game. So go out there, watch some baseball. It'll be a pretty evening. Hopefully the weather holds off. Uh, Aaron, you were saying it was pretty dark outside our building. But uh, uh, right now, the fireworks are still set to go. Aaron, I hope that involves uh, Brzezowski and what's our other guy? The bro man. I like that guy. I like Kobe Branch. Big-time player for the Bears. Shortstop. Um, who else do I like? Taplansky. Taplansky. I'm loving that guy. All right, so go out there and watch the Bears play. Mitch is a great friend of the show. Uh, and so uh, the update is, as Aaron was talking about, tonight's first pitch has been confirmed for 7 p.m. This is as of three minutes ago. 7 p.m. is the first pitch. And, uh, Aaron, that's only 30 minutes later than the schedule, what it was scheduled to be. So not a huge change there, but you get gives you a little more time if you're going out to the ballpark. All right? Aaron, do you feel like people come to us now for weather? We've done so much on tornadoes. Do you, do you kind of they get, do, we keep them updated. I know, I know. I really think we have a future in this, Aaron. Like just, I don't know about sports, but certainly weather. <laughs> okay, uh, it's uh, the Matt Mosley Show. ESPN Central Texas. We want to hear you from you guys on the text line. Uh, it is 254-662-1660. Give us your grade for the Cowboys last night. Okay, we'll do a grade after the rest of the weekend. But just on Maisie Smith, and, and next we'll talk about the player and give you a little bit more of a breakdown on the Michigan defensive tackle that the Cowboys took. But I kind of want to hear your take on it. Some of you wanted a tight end there. And there was a guy from Notre Dame, Mayer, I believe is his name, Michael Mayer. And, um, yeah, there, there, was some, there was some interest in that from our audience and maybe some other players you were interested in. What do you think about the Cowboys taking a defensive tackle first time since? Oh, Aaron, doesn't that sound like a good – Schmaltz's trivia question. The Schmaltz's trivia question of the week. When was the last time, before last night, 
that the Cowboys took a defensive tackle. I'm not talking about a pass rusher. I'm not talking about defensive end. I'm talking about a pure defensive tackle in the first round of the NFL draft. When was the last time? The only hint I'll give you, you got to go back a pretty good ways. All right? Uh, the, uh, if you get the answer, two free sandwiches to Schmaltz's. Text in the correct answer to 254-662-1660. And again, um, yeah, basically, when was the last time the uh, Cowboys, before last night, took a defensive tackle in the first round? If you get this one right, two free sandwiches to Schmaltz's. We'll be back to share the winner and talk Cowboys draft next. This is the Baylor Sports Beat. A daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor Acrobatics and Tumbling wins and advances in the National Championship. Plus, Baylor Baseball gets set to open conference leading West Virginia. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly... Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. Your springtime experience begins during the Jeep Celebration event. This month at Allen Samuels in Waco, say big and get a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limited with total values up to $5,500 on both two and three row options. Or if that isn't enough, get a 2023 Jeep Gladiator Sport with up to $5,000 in total values. Plus, first responders get an extra $500. If we don't have exactly what you want, we can help you build the new custom Jeep of your dreams at Allen Samuels in Waco. Now for a look at what's happening this weekend in Baylor Athletics. Here again is John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor Acrobatics and Tumbling, number one in the nation and the seven-time defending NCATA national champions, won their quarterfinal match yesterday over eighth seed Fairmont State. Baylor advances to a semifinal matchup tonight at 6 p.m. against the winner of Quinnipiac and Gannon. Watch along at ESPN+. Baylor softball opening a series in Ames against Iowa State. First game today at 4. They'll play tomorrow at 2 and Sunday at noon from Ames, Iowa. All three games on 101.3 FM. While Baylor baseball is home, hosting now conference leading an 18th-ranked West Virginia, the Mountaineers coming off a three-game sweep at home over TCU last weekend, and the Mountaineers have Coach Mitch Thompson's full attention. Yeah, West Virginia is really athletic ball club. I mean, uh, up and down their lineup, they can run. Uh, this is a team that's built to beat you in several different ways. They probably have 50, 55 home runs with almost 100 stolen bases. Uh, you know, five guys with double-digit stolen bases. So they're pressure, 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 bunt game, run game. Um, and then they, you know, they have the, the you know, the, one of the best hitters in college baseball in J.J. Weather, Weatherholt, you know, so um, they're getting him back. And so really, really good offensive ball club. And then a, a team on the mound that throws strikes, that attacks the zone. Um, 
you know, Friday night's left-hander, Hampton will uh, mix his pitches. He's not overpowering, but he just competes. Uh, Saturday, same way, not overpowering, but pitches, has four or five pitches. And then they, they finish with bullpens that are really big arms. I mean, guys, 95, 98, big arm guys. So really good ball club, really athletic, well-coached team. Mitch Thompson and the Bears hosting the West Virginia Mountaineers, a three-game Big 12 series at Baylor Ballpark this weekend. Game scheduled for tonight at 6.30, tomorrow at 2, and Sunday at 11. All three right here on ESPN Central Texas. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Have a great and safe weekend. More Monday. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. How about serving delicious Central Texas-style barbecue and all the fixings at your next catering event? Hellberg Barbecue caters all-size events from small birthday parties to large corporate gatherings of over 800 people and full-service weddings, including appetizers, charcuterie tables, and more. And they feature a catering rewards program for repeat customers, including a rebate on additional jobs, plus a rebate on new catering jobs referred to Hellberg. Learn more at hellbirdsbarbecue.com. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. New inventory has arrived and it's time for you to take advantage. Malibu, Equinox Traverse, Blazer, and the best trailblazer ever built. Also, the new 2024 HD pickup in stock for immediate delivery and folks still 0% financing on every half-ton Silverado in stock. So give us an opportunity to earn your business. Give us a call, 840-3261 or shop us 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Chance Wilcox lived his life with a kind heart, and anyone would tell you that. But I'll never forget the call that my only son, with so much life ahead of him, had been killed instantly by a distracted driver on her cell phone. The happiness we all had and enjoyed up until that time was gone in one second by a 100% preventable action. Heads up, Texas. Using your phone behind the wheel can be deadly. Talk, text, crash. Brought to you by TextDot. Creativity and planning are the key elements in coordinating and designing a wedding or special event. Since 2014, the Bosky has provided the special venue you're looking for and extras that few can offer. The house at the Bosky features a beautiful split-level design with four bedrooms and four bathrooms, balconies, a large grand room, a kitchen, and an outdoor patio. The outdoor areas are perfect for large or small weddings and special occasions, portrait-taking, exploring, and just plain enjoying. The Bosky in Crawford. Learn more at theboski185.com. Hey, Russ, I heard you're working for Waco Realtors, the Eastland Group. I sure do, and we have two locations, Waco and China Spring. I hear you're joining Home for Heroes. Yes, I'm joining a national organization called Homes for Heroes, where all firefighters, healthcare professionals, law enforcement, military or veterans, and teachers qualify for this awesome program. How can people find out about this program? Well, they can call me at 512-417-9772. Weikert Realtors are your real estate experts. Whoa. 
A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. The home for Baylor Bear Baseball is ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and man, it is a uh, there's a lot going on, and it was uh, I tell you, it is really um, uh, the the draft and everything uh, headed this way. We just had an Eagles reporter on with us. And they get picked 62 and 66. Cowboys have a lot in front of them. Uh, I was just looking. I guess uh, I guess the newest uh, cowboy has shown up on the scene, Maisie, uh, Maisie Smith. And, you know, people have different thoughts on all this. And uh, there are reports right now that Stephen Jones is saying uh, it's very unlikely – uh, for the Cowboys to move up. I mean, at this point, I think they kind of want to stay there and uh, see who falls to them. Cowboys picking near the bottom of the second, okay? That's number 58. And then the then there's a number 90 pick tonight, all right? Number 58 in 90. So Cowboys fans will kind of have to wait for a good while and then wait a little bit longer. Now, a reminder, these things... Um, move quicker. There's like five minutes or whatever. They have been able to speed up the, even the first round, but the second and third rounds do move pretty quickly. And in fact, sometimes they'll be away at break and a pick will get made and they have to come by and they kind of uh, address it and all, but you'll want to be, uh, dialed in to see what the Cowboys do. And then tomorrow is a lot of fun too, because you never know who you might unearth. I mean, I'm thinking of the Cowboys, some of their cornerbacks, Aaron, one of their starting the guys in, ended up being their nickel corner. What was he, fifth rounder last year, something like that? They've, they've hit on some really good players later in the draft. So the Cowboys will pick near the bottom uh, of the second, number 58, in the third round on Friday. Now we got Rangers on our Fox affiliate tonight. Baylor game starts at... Uh, pre-game will be 6.45, so we'll get to hear a little bit of the draft, the ESPN draft coverage, I would imagine, from like 6 to 6.45. And then they'll have the pre-game. First pitch has been moved from 6.30 tonight. This is Baylor against West Virginia to 7 o'clock. The um, fireworks that were scheduled will go on. So they're going to have the fireworks show. So uh, get excited about that. And, uh, and again, the uh, Cowboys took... Michigan defensive tackle, Maisie Smith, with that 26 overall pick. Aaron, we did the, uh, I did the uh, Schmaltz's trivia question, the contest. Did we get some winners? Did, any, did we 254-662-1660? Uh, Aaron, has anyone gotten it right yet? No, we had 
<laughs> we don't have a correct answer yet. Yes, okay. some answers, but not. Yeah, they're coming in fast and furiously. Who was the last defensive tackle the Cowboys? Somebody should be able to get this. The last defensive tackle the Cowboys took in the draft. Go back and look at this. Um, and don't say Jimmy Jones. He was like a third-round pick. Somebody was trying to tell me that last night. You got to go way back. And I'll, and I'll try to, I mean, I, you got to maybe even go back to uh, the Jimmy Johnson days, perhaps, and take a look at this thing. 254-662-1660. Um, and, uh, and, and that'll be, uh, that'll be interesting. The, uh, Stephen Jones said last night, yeah, we like having the picks. It takes something unique for us to want to give up picks. We like making our team deeper and creating competition and like the way our board is stocked up to do that. I think this is where you really do well is making the most of our six remaining picks. Okay, reminder, so 58 and 90, two of those picks tonight, unless they do some other things and some moving around, and then uh, four of those tomorrow in rounds four through seven now you got to look at the second round because that's when the cowboys have been known for taking some chances on medical things on um on on different things that they're looking into uh sometimes character risk the cowboys have been known to do that um i thought this was interesting aaron a guy that we have on sometimes bruce feldman the this player the Cowboys took was like number one on his biggest quote freak. He he comes up with the his freaks list annually, and in 2022, Maisie Smith, who the Cowboys took, was at the 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 top person on his entire athletic freaks list. Um. I went back and looked at this, Aaron. He said he's got 6'3", 337 pounds. I mean, Aaron, think about that. I mean, I, I think our man Apuika was playing nose tackle a little bigger than that, maybe even up around 350 at times. Um, but he said this, Smith does 22 reps on the bench press, but Aaron, that's with 325 on it, not 225. 22 times he can throw up 325 pounds. This was going into his last year at Michigan. He closed grip benched 550 pounds. His vertical jump, 33 inches. He broad jumped nine, four and a half. Aaron, there, there are guys that were great cornerbacks for Baylor that were maybe doing like, 10-3 or something like that, to do 9-4 at that weight, or 10-1, to do 9-4 and a half is crazy. He had 37 tackles last, uh, well, that was the previous season. He was clocked at 4-4-1 shuttle time, which would have tied for the best by any defensive tackle at this year's NFL Combine. Now, Aaron, I don't have his current Combine numbers in front of me, but still, to weigh in at 337 pounds and do all that, is just crazy. And uh, so those are big numbers. And 
they he he uh, and Aaron, there was one p- thing I was watching of him that had him doing the plier metrics, a series of seven 26-inch high stairs that players attempt to jump up as fast as possible. The team record at Michigan was 2.21 seconds, 2.21. All right, that had to be somebody like a running back or a, or a wide receiver or, or a defensive back. Smith did it in 2.82. You can find this, by the way, if you just Google it. Um, it it's, it's unbelievable some of the stuff they were saying about him. It said the, the strength staff said, for Maisie, it wasn't even challenging, some of these tests they had. Uh, he had 300 pounds on each side of, a, of this one machine he did. Um, I mean, this is just crazy, some of the stuff he was able to do. Now, none of that will matter if he can't get off blockers and, and hit running backs. There is some thought that he will. To give you a little context on this athletic freaks list, Aaron, Marvin Harrison Jr. was number two from Ohio State. Miles Murphy, who went late in the first round from Clemson, was third. And then D.J. Johnson from Oregon, the edge player. Number five on the freaks list was a guy who also went in the first round from the Big 12. Iowa State defensive end Will McDonald, the, the, the fourth. Aaron, last night, SEC and Big 10, as they usually do, controlled the first round of the draft. They, they Each of them had nine players. That's pretty impressive. I thought it was very impressive that the Big 12 had six players. And so basically, I think that there was like 60% of the Big 12 was represented in the first round. And, of course, we need to mention, Aaron, from, uh, from Temple High School, Quentin Johnston was taken, and, uh, and that was real exciting to see some of the wide receivers that went off the board, whether it was Zay Flowers from, from, uh, uh, from Boston College, but Quentin uh, Johnston to make it right there from Temple. I just thought that was a, that was such a cool deal and uh, very, very exciting. Aaron, I thought the, the big moment of the night was obviously at the top of the draft with Houston drafting C.J. Stroud second and then knowing they wanted Will Anderson out of Alabama, the big-time defensive end, who is incredible, high, high character. I mean, he's the exact opposite of Jalen Carter. Maybe that's unfair to Carter. But Carter had all these uh, character issues. Will Anderson had zero, had none. But for Houston, Aaron, I still don't know if I love what they did. I love the aggression. I love how aggressive they were. But to get to, I mean, you could have stayed right there at 12, or you could have even done like what the Lions did. You could come from 12 up to 6, and you don't have to give up your entire future of your draft. Well, that- The Texans mortgaged off a lot of their future to get this thing done. Yeah, according to the draft trade chart, they could have traded their second and their third this year instead of their first next year, which maybe they didn't want to do, but I don't know why, because – there's a very good chance they're going to be terrible again this year, even with adding two very talented players and could be in a position for a super high draft pick next year that now they don't own. They got the brand new coach. I mean, maybe he just, I think they wanted to do right by him, but you're right. And, and, and so that pick that Arizona ends up getting 
could be it could easily be a top three or a top five pick next year. Um, I am curious, our Texans fans, and there are a few of you out there, uh, 254-662-1660, 254-662-1660. What did you think? What did you think of what the Texans did? Did you love how aggressive they were? I mean, I get the excitement. You get the quarterback at two, and then you get and – I, and I never knew what to make of that cognitive test. I mean, I, it's, it's too new – I mean, I think it's probably a pretty cool thing to be able to to, to examine, but Aaron, that's a that's that. I mean, he and he scored extremely low. Bryce Young extremely high. C.J. Stroud goes low. Aaron, we haven't known, we haven't had this S two technology. Or I mean, it's almost like AI or something. We haven't had this thing around long enough to take these wide sweeping views of this. Like, oh my gosh, C.J. Stroud's not going to be that great. I mean. I think he'll either pass or fail on how quickly he re- – I mean, the thing you can't coach is stepping up in the pocket, buying time, making off-schedule throws. I mean, in that regard, Aaron, he's got better size, better athleticism than Bryce Young. Like, I'm not, I'm not so sure I would have taken Bryce Young over him. I get that Bryce Young has incredible intangibles, great player, but he's 5'10". I mean, he's five ten. Aaron, how many how many great quarterbacks in the NFL have we have we had that are five ten, five ten and a half? We've had one, Russell. I mean, I, I how tall is Baker? I mean, I don't think Baker's any kind of great quarterback. Drew Brees, maybe, but I think he's even. I think he was six. They listed foot. him at six. Yeah. yeah, he might have not been, but yeah, he's at least five eleven. This guy is like five ten and an eighth, or five ten and a half. Bryce Young. And he went number one overall. I mean, it's the respect for the program. It's respect for the young man. It's all the intangibles. But, how? I mean, that's hard not to sit there and take C.J. Stroud when he has so much more in terms of the size, the measurables. And then, of course, fourth, the Colts, they take Anthony Richardson. Aaron, that's, that's an even bigger uh wild card in my mind than CJ Stroud to sit up there and take Richardson that early I don't know like I felt way better about Jameis Winston than I did Anthony Richardson I mean I felt way better about Cam I'm just trying to think of some of the guys that have gone up there high I felt better about Wentz when he went I know he wasn't that great but I felt better even about uh Oh, Aaron, who's the guy that ended up going to the Titans? That was more of like a running – the guy from Malik Oregon. Willis? No, I know about oh, Malik Willis, oh, yeah. Um, the uh, the really good – you know, the, the great quarterback. Mariota. Yeah, yeah. I felt way better about Mariota than I did about Anthony Richardson. Okay, we got uh, Baylor baseball coming up this evening. We got a lot to, to talk to you about. We'll do that next in the dismount. Keep up with Baylor Bear softball on ESPN Central Texas. There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake or campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. 
Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. The City of Temple presents the 18th Annual Bloomin' Temple Festival in historic downtown Temple, Friday and Saturday, April 28th and 29th. Bloomin' will kick off on Friday night with the Sefco and KPA engineers closing out the night with Tracy Bird. Saturday night, sing along with Peyton Howie, Waco's own Hooser Brothers, and one of country music's most praised traditional artist, Joe Nichols. Join us for a Bloomin' Good Time and visit bloomintemple.com for advanced tickets and festival information. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. NMLS number 746. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Everson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line Branson tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with Time to combine their forces. Everson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all-new lineup of Time Tractors today at the locally owned and operated Emerson Tractors in Robinson, where service is their name. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Attention farmers and ranchers. You want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it's Matt Mosley Show. Aaron, I kind of sad deal today. One of my buddies up in the Metroplex uh, over at uh, Lake Highlands, uh, the head football coach and the athletic director, Lonnie Jordan, has just become a great friend over the years. And uh, news comes out today that he is taking over as the uh, athletic director at Highland Park. I mean, that's a rival of Lake Islands right there in the district. So, um, and people uh, in Central Texas will recognize that name. He was, see, he lived in Lorena, but I was trying to think. He was at a couple of different high schools, Lonnie Jordan was, in Central Texas. But uh, certainly had Lorena ties, and I was trying to think, wasn't it Whitney? I was trying to think where he was exactly in Central Texas. It's not coming to me. But he, he came from there and then uh, came to uh, Lake Highlands and uh, did a really, really nice job. But he's headed over to get an administration. He's been, you know, was looking for the right uh, time. And, and I, I would say what a 
what an amazing opportunity. Uh, talk about a extremely wealthy school district, and uh, and uh, he'll enjoy it. But boy, uh, folks will miss him in Lake Highlands. A great, great guy and a great friend. All right, uh, Aaron uh, Baylor baseball, seven o'clock first pitch. Remember, the fireworks are still happening tonight. And uh, it's been moved back by 30 minutes the game to 7. Go over and see the Bears against West Virginia. Everybody have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you Monday at 4 o'clock. Good night. Thanks, Aaron. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Buzz, a daily look inside Big 12 athletics. Here now is the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 Athletics on today's Modern Media Big 12 Buzz. Coming up, the Big 12 very well represented in the first round of the NFL Draft last night. Six players selected from six different schools. Details straight ahead on today's Modern Media Big 12 Buzz. Hey folks, John Morris for the Bruner Auto family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit BrunerAuto.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now available.